This is Chris. And this is Max. Join us every week as we bring you the latest news on your favorite games, as well as exclusive interviews with some of your favorite esports players and content creators. We'll be going over the latest game patches and balances, tournaments, and more as we delve into the world of esports and what it takes to stay at the top of your game. This is First Person Perspective. It's a long time no listen. It's only been, um, let's see. It's only been actually exactly two years and six days. Since our wow. last episode, <laughs> so Look we're at we're at least right on par with the time of year that we decide to do this. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, six days for us because it's the ninth. But when this actually comes out, it might only be like three or four, you know, two or three, something like that. That is true. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, better than ever. Vibing, I don't know. Living I'm, our best. I don't lives. know about better than ever, but well, uh. We'll see how how it goes from here. I don't know about you, but um, I'm feeling very mediocre these days. Feeling very mid. That's probably <laughs> yeah, because we're in the very Midwest. Mid. Yeah, true. There you go. Yeah, we're just feeling where we're living. That's what it is. Yeah. So, um, in the past, you know, we we covered um, we we did a lot of esports coverage, um, mainly mainly Rocket League. Um, that's that a game that Chris and I Primary. spent a lot of hours in. Um, we followed. The, uh, the esports scene for Rocket League very closely. Um, but in the last two years, we've both had a huge change in our lives and um, just our schedules. Um, and unfortunately, we don't really have a ton of time to watch esports, watch Rocket League um, as much as we love it. I will say, as um, much as I would love to, we can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, my wife and I would love to sit down and watch rocket league together um because it is just it is a great esport to watch it it's it is in my opinion hands down the best oh, esport yeah. on the scene right now um but, fast pace it's fun it's easy it, to watch even though it has a it, super high skill ceiling you can watch it and oh, you yeah. can know what's happening like <clears throat> and it's it's intense like it it definitely has its intense moments um it's funny I mean, <laughs> I I know that I've seen a, plenty of clips um, of these pros just com- absolutely whiffing open nets. Oh, always. And I, those are the I'm hardest like, ones to hit. How, how can my teammates get mad at me for whiffing a an open net? But there are pros whose job is to play this game, and they whiff <laughs> open nets. Like, come on, yeah, I'm not better than a pro. Exactly. That's exactly it. Like, if you're not, if the pros can't do it, then you can't flame me for not doing it. Exactly. Um, so we're thinking that uh, today we're just going to kind of give you guys a recap of um, what's been going on with us for the last two years. Because, uh, like, like I said, we've ha- we've both had some huge changes. Um, I know that I've gone through several moves. Um, I believe Chris has gone through at least one, if not two moves. Correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've gotten... I've found um, the woman I wanted to spend the rest of my life with um, and got married. I know that Chris um, has actually also found the woman that he wants to marry, and they recently got engaged. He is um, right. So congratulations, Chris. Appreciate um, it. And then we also just kind of want to talk about the games that we've played um, and... 
than some things that we're looking forward to. Yeah, because believe it or not, even with the schedules, we have played games. <laughs> we we will always make time for for games. At least I, some, sometimes too something. much. Yeah, I, I don't think I could ever give it up for good. Um, I had a, a conversation with somebody at my new job the other day where I, we were talking about playing video games and like wasting time. And I was telling him like it, a lot of times it feels like I'm just wasting time and like, I'm just wasting my life. But when it comes down to it, video games have been a part of my life since I was probably three years old. That's, that's 22 years. Um, and I was introduced to them by my oldest brother who I lost when I was seven. So like one, it's a, it's just some, something for in the back of my head to stay connected. But on top of that, because it's been a part of my life for so long, it is just, it's something that I do to have fun, enjoy myself, relax and de-stress. Yeah. This so, is something that I was talking about you, the other day on stream too. It's like, it's hard for some people to conceptualize, I think, because to a lot of people, it feels very out of touch. It's not like you're going to a football game or a football party and you're tangibly with these people. But right. it's like when I was unemployed, I made the community and that turned into a whole thing. I mean, hell, for all intents and purposes, that's how I met my significant other was through making that community. It's like these things do have real impact. And Well, and that... Honestly, that community isn't really a gaming community for the people who are there. You know, the, the the core group, there's probably, for reference, there's probably about 10 or 15, maybe 20 of us that make up the core group of this community. Um, there's over 200, 200, 250 members, I think. Um, but there's usually like 10 to 15 of us who have always been around. There's at least one of us always in one of the, the voice chats. And this community is definitely grown to be more of a family for pretty much everybody involved um we're always there to help and support each other um there's been quite a few occasions where somebody was just really down bad and um as a community we we got together and um we helped them get out of whatever situation they were in um or if somebody was having financial troubles, we've put together um, like a like a fundraiser kind of thing within the community itself to help them out. And mm -hmm. I honestly couldn't be more grateful for um, that group of friends and family. Oh, 100%. I fully, fully agree. But anyways, off the sappy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we, I, I kind of hit it hard and heavy there for a little bit. Sorry True. about that. No, that's all good. <laughs> All right, first thing off the top of your head, in the past two years while we've been gone, what was your favorite game that released? My favorite game that released in the last two years? Holy crap. Uh, Doesn't even You didn't even have to play it for a long time. It could have been New World. It could have been Halo Infinite, Lost Ark, Elden Ring. Hell, even Valorant. I think the last time we talked, Valorant was still in beta or just come out of. Um, Honestly, I don't think it was any of those things. Um, I, I wasn't a big fan of pretty much any of them. I, I guess I would have to say out of the things that I can immediately think of would be New, New World because I, I did have a lot of fun playing it um, for the month that everybody played it because <laughs> um, I was unemployed. So I would literally wake up, get on New World, grind, 
go to sleep. You know, I think New Non-stop. World offered like an interesting perspective because it was literally, it felt like a window into what would happen if OSRS was put on this huge budget and made with like, okay, yeah. here's all this life skilling. We've revamped the skills in the PvP. Like it really, in a way, not saying in totality by any means, but at the I, core I mechanic. Yeah, like the core mechanic of it and the mechanics that it builds off of feel very RuneScape-ish. It feels like a fleshed out high dollar triple A RuneScape. <laughs> right, like a a a high quality, high quality version. Yeah, and so nobody gets triggered. We're not saying the OSRS is bad. It's just old. No, not at all. It's yeah, like wow, I, it's tried and true. It's good. It's just old. Honestly, I I would have to say that. WoW and OSRS on the same level. Of, oh, 100%. Like, reputation. They, they've they been around since, what, like, 98, 99? Yeah, something like that. I know it, it was still in Netscape days, I believe. And they're still being played, and they still have some of the largest player bases. I, I think that's really impressive for them. Um, I've actually gotten back into WoW Classic in the last couple of weeks um, since starting my new job. And I gotta say, Wrath of the Lich King has is just as good as I remember when I started playing it back in what two thousand and six or seven, two thousand eight, some somewhere around there. I was in sixth grade. That's all I remember. <laughs> and it is fantastic. I think it was no, it was oh eight when it released. Raffles. I'm looking through my Steam okay. library trying to remember what came out this year that I that I really liked. Well, I know per- this no- this is a super recent one for me, and I played it on stream the other day. I think it was over two or three sessions I played it, but it was Scorn, which if you like horror games, it's not like jump scary horror. It's very very weird, and it does have very mature themes through it. So if you're super young or that bothers you. Maybe don't play it, but it is. That's I mean, fair. the visuals in the game are just all inspiringly weird. Like that sounds like a very odd thing to say, but everything's very weird. It's very solitude. There's no music in the game. Hardly. It's just you in this environment trying to figure everything out. Everything's visceral and weird and gory in certain parts, but it's just an amazing, amazing game. And knowing that they cut half the game out to meet deadlines, A, irritates me, and B, baffles me that the game was still that good and still held that much content, even though it was cut off at the knees because of deadlines. So definitely check that one out. That was one of my favorites. Didn't mean to interject, but that reminded me. No, you're good. I'm I'm looking at um, games that have come out in the last two years because uh, I just want to see if I've, if I've missed anything that I, that I would like and... Maybe I just didn't get the chance to play it or something. Um, did you know that Fall Guys came out in 2020? Like it, they, it just I came did. out in the last two years. Yeah, that that kind of hurts me because it feels like it was definitely longer ago. Yeah, it than does. That. I think it's just because of the life cycle of that game and the way it happened. Is it had that like Twitch blow up where it was like it did the Among Us thing, right? Where it was like the hot shit for like two months. Among Us was really fun when it came out. No, that's Man, what I'm saying. I, Fall I Guys hate, was I fun too. It's just like, eh, I hate playing Among Us with you guys. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty I, awful by all means. Every time, every time, whether I was the imposter or not, somebody would be like, it's Zorlik, it's Max. 
<laughs> I'm like, what? I, I'm literally you're, doing you're my just, tasks. You're transparent, bro. I don't know what to tell you. So. On the was... end of competitive games, I did like the cycle. Cycle Frontier was actually good. The cycle I had issues with the good. hackers and stuff and their anti-cheat. Yeah. That was my main complaint on full release. The beta, though, was super, super good. I definitely like it more than Tarkov. Yeah, it like, was like a doubt. Tarkov meets Apex, I guess. Um, Ish. Actually, it, it's a realistic Borderlands. I would sooner say that yeah. than, than to yeah, say Yeah, I was going to say, I'd say it's more like a Tarkov meets Borderlands, but slightly yeah. more realistic. Yeah, super fun. Um, if you like super it, serious or super like heavy gunplay, silent proximity chat games, it's a good game. It's worth playing. It is. I was actually really involved with it for like a week or two. Um, I played it every night, and I some of the some of the people that play the game, man, are on a different freaking level. Oh, hundred percent. They're they are built different. It really gave me PUBG vibes whenever I first played it. it like some of them just yeah. are better. Like um, super people, super people. Um played that in the last couple of months with uh, my brother because he was a big PUBG player a couple years ago. The beta um, was fun. I did enjoy the beta for that. It, I did enjoy the beta. Um, I haven't played since a, it released, but I did enjoy the beta. Um, it, it, it was all right. It, it definitely is just PUBG with um, superpowers. Mm. And I guess I kind of enjoyed it, kind of didn't. But that's because that kind of gameplay, like that, the gunplay in it is not really my style. Um, yeah, and I no, think that's, that's all it really came down to. Yeah, no, I mean for sure that's very very valid. Let's see, what are some other um, games that came out that um, I had a good time playing? Um, Lost Ark. I enjoyed Lost Ark while it was out. Granted, we all kind of hit a wall. We hit T3 super, super fast, and then it felt like we didn't have anything to do. Uh, that was part of our issue because we put right. too much time into it. But, well, that was, the same, that was the same problem with New World is we all just kind of rushed max level PvP'd for like three days, and we were like, okay, well, we own the entire continent, so no, I mean, that's, we're, I, tight, we're, we're done. I don't know. I do struggle with that. That's a good topic, actually. So this is something I was talking about the other day with Destiny. And Destiny even now has this life cycle where the new season comes out. Their Battle Pass season, whatever you want to call it, right? And the game is super alive for the first half of the Battle Pass or season. And then the game dies. And then it revamps and it does that on a much larger scale across DLCs. But we saw that same issue whenever it released. It's like... Okay, it releases. We have max light. I think it took us a week, week and a half, give or take. Jeez. It's like we do that, and then we wait, 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 and then Leviathan comes out. We do the raid, and we get max again, and then we wait, wait, wait. And this is something I struggle with with new games a lot, and I feel like it's come become a very commonplace thing. A, because people are trying to meet deadlines, and B, because nobody kicks back because they, the studio knows they're still going to get their money either way. Yeah, I was going to say, right now what it feels like is that nine times, I won't say nine times out of ten, um, but but often uh, these studios are, like, rushing to put out this game. They don't fix, like, the bugs or uh, exploits that need to be fixed. They release it, um, hope that people buy it, and then they're like, 
cool. We made our money. Bye. Yeah, um, which I don't know. I, I, I think Cyberpunk actually is a pretty good example. I do know that they, they have gone back and like worked on it and fixed stuff up. I still don't know the state of the game. I actually never got into it. That's all I was supposed to say. I mean, it's like, I hate to say this because the game is actually very good now, but it's like the No Man's Sky syndrome. Yeah, right? I was going to say. <laughs> like, now it's great. Like, they followed up on a lot of their promises. It's super fun, super great. But we had the lead-up cycle where there's all these things promised and these features and these trailers, and then all of a sudden it gets cut off at the knees, and it feels like yeah. Destiny's done that. It feels like No Man's Sky on release. Lost Ark felt like it did it. Um, uh, honestly, New World did. New uh, World did because we ran it, on so fast. It's like, yeah, the con- there just wasn't enough content for people. Yeah, and it's especially prevalent, I think, in the MMO and the MMO 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 light genre. Yeah, it's like it's such a prevalent thing to go. Okay, well they'll reach it, but the only ones that'll reach it, well we'll have new content by then. We'll have it by then, and then half the player base gets there and then they lose half that player base because they're like, well, I don't have anything else to do. There's no point in me doing this. No point in me being there. Right. And studios just get your, get it together. Just get it together. <laughs> like, well, okay. So, and I don't blame that, the developers that's... either. I blame the studios and the publishers for this. That, yeah, I'll give you that one. I was going to say it, it, it always feels like it's like these big name studios or, um, like big, t- big name game devs that are are doing that because you look at some of these other games that are from small studios small devs and like their player base is or they're they're always in contact with their player base and their player base loves them and the first two games that come to mind for me are terraria and rust for sure yeah terraria um i this game start or was made by one person 10 years ago or something he took a hiatus for like three four years nobody expected it to get updated ever again he came back started pushing out updates he brought in his wife they started or she started working on it with him then they slowly started adding more and more people to this team and now it's this I mean, the game has grown significantly because of the dedication that that, that team has for it. Um, they won the Labor of Love Award um, last year, and that the Labor of Love update came out a couple months ago. Um, they they are on their sixth final update. I'm gonna explain. This is the sixth time that they have said that. The, fo- the upcoming update will be the final update for the game before they stop, like, releasing major updates. You know, they'll still do bug fixes and um, stuff like that. But six six times in three years, that is, like, a whole other level of dedication to their game. Um, I, I, I personally love the game, and I love the development team. They're great. Um well, you know, I, I, they just can't let it go. Like this is their baby, and they just don't want—they don't want to stop working on it because they love it so much. It's like a constant in that genre, though. Because think about it—you have Terraria, you have pre-full release. Obviously, the full release does not reflect what happened in Alpha, but Cube World, 
you have Stardew Valley, like all these single or dual devs where it's just the husband and wife or friend and friend, whoever's in the studio where it's super small, whenever they care about the thing they release and they have this tie to it, it increases the quality so much, but it also makes it to where when something goes awry or something goes wrong, people are willing to go, okay, this happens, I understand. And granted, that could be just because people know that it's one person and they feel bad rather than a whole studio of 100, 200 devs. That no doubt plays yeah. a part, but it's like, yet well, and still, it's like, if people put more care into these games and went, like, Capcom recently with Street Fighter Six, they were asked after all these trailers and stuff and talking about the dynamic button system and showing off and doing the beta and stuff, they were asked, like, hey, what's the release date? They're like, well, we're not going to give a release date. We want to give ourselves unlimited time to make the best game that we can. It's like, That's yeah, how it should absolutely. be. Absolutely. Like, I'll stand by that, that all these, day long. Yeah. yeah. I don't think these studios should be giving themselves deadlines to put something out because I want, like, yes, I want the game right now, but I want the game right now without any bugs, without any game breaking issues. Like, so I'll wait until that game is, I won't say perfect, but I, I'll wait until they're, it's in a state where it isn't going to be just game crashes but you know audio bugs and just game breaking issues all the yeah. time um i minecraft is up there uh it you know it one guy started making the game and now it's the most popular title in the world and i i i, I guess i can't put that all on um notches you know like on him but he did make the game <laughs> so good on him <laughs> and i really hope that mojang continues to do a good job with it yeah no, um, absolutely and I, I brought up rust as one of those um rust came released in early access in 2013 um and it's <laughs> December of 2013 and it's now November of 2022 that's nine years they're going on their 10th year of working on this game and they still have consistently been putting out a monthly update of and not just you know bug fixes every month there's more content new content you know mm -hmm. fixes you know up updating the old content to um mesh with their new stuff you know they're constantly updating old monuments to have better lighting to have better um, textures to include new things like and and they listen to their community yeah absolutely. like that's how it should be if you're going to make a game especially um a game like that where it is it, it's completely player driven you know there's no single player like story they do have their their official servers, but most of their player base is on community servers mm -hmm. um, or, you know, quote unquote official servers that are, you know, that the studio deems good enough to be recognized as um, official. Yeah. Like, and it's all, for the most part, player moderated. Um, but I know that it also has the same kind of issue but on a much smaller scale as uh destiny like you were talking about um especially for like weekly servers um 
for those of you who don't know, Rust is a survival game. It's very PvP based. Um, very. And there are a couple of different types of servers. You have your uh, monthly servers, bi-weekly servers, and weekly servers. So at the end of each month, uh, those monthly servers will completely wipe. The map will wipe. And uh, because of the updates that the developer puts out, uh, they actually wipe all of your blueprints. So you can't, you don't know how to craft um, like AKs and stuff, mm -hmm. which are the top tier of gun. Um, and then bi-weekly, they do a full map wipe every two weeks and weekly every week. And on those weekly and bi-weekly servers, you still keep those blueprints um, through the next wipe up until the first Thursday of every month, which is when they re release those content updates. So those first, like, two days, sometimes three days, depending on the server, those servers will be at a max population. And for some of those servers, that's 750 to 1,000 people, mm -hmm. which that... It, it gets crazy, man. I got to tell you, um, for those first couple of days, max pop nonstop 24, 24, seven, uh, <laughs> for those three days. And then it just kind of dies off because people have gotten on, they've done all the PVTP they wanted to do. They've gotten their bases built. They've gotten, you know, their AKs, rocket launchers. They've raided other people's bases. And then it just like overnight disappears. Yep. And then those servers that had 700 to 1,000 people have, like, 100, 150. So it goes through that same cycle on a much smaller scale. Um, and I wish that there was something that they could do to fix it. But I know there, that really there isn't. It, and it comes down to today, um, we want instant gratification. We want to feel good now. So those games that take a long time to grind through like wow classic it's there isn't a whole lot of instant gratification you got to put in the work to get that feel good yeah like it, it doesn't take it doesn't take you five minutes to level you know 10 times or whatever it is in like retail you know it, you're you're going to be grinding for like an hour per level mm. at, at level 20 and higher essentially um so I know that that has a big part in it. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate that that's where we've gone as, as a society, but I also don't think that there's really a way to counteract it. So we kind of just have to go with it. Yeah, no, I think that's very valid. All right. So shifting, we've talked about the games that we played the past two years or some of them, not in totality, but yeah, the games that are upcoming or have just released, what are you looking forward to? things that have just released um, i know sonic frontiers came out yesterday november 8th for anybody that's watching this or whenever i get to posting sonic frontiers you know what i think i just saw a uh, a tiktok about this game and uh sorry for any of our um younger viewers or any or listeners or um those of you who <laughs> don't like um obscene things uh this tiktok was uh somebody playing this game and when you run around you leave a trail behind you in in sonic frontiers and somebody used that trail to draw a dick 
<laughs> and that and it and it immediately turned into coins. And so the caption just said immediately game of the year worthy. And I just thought I thought it was funny. I had no idea what I was looking at. Like I, I didn't even know this game was really thing. But uh, I have I would have to agree. If you're gonna give people coins for drawing a dick with Sonic's tail, like or <laughs> Sonic's trail, like absolutely game of the year. Let's go. Yeah, fair. Give it to that, him. That does give it points by all means. <laughs> I know God of War Ragnarok also came out today. I believe. I feel like there's I know always I've, a God of War coming I've, out, and I've, I don't I've, know which ones are what. I've heard very mixed reviews about this one. Granted, people are doing the thing where they put it side by side against the last one, so it's hard to say if the game itself is good or if people are just nostalgic over the last one. And then it, there's really no way to know. Goat it, Simulator it, Three comes out soon as well. Of course, of course, can't. <laughs> where would we be without Goat Simulator? Exactly. I feel like I feel like Goat Simulator really kicked off like a whole genre of. Oh, it absolutely did. Of like the main games crap. like that. Yeah. Because yeah. we had uh, what. Untitled Goose Game. Oh, you had God. ones like that where it kind of like feels yeah. like it pioneered that weird genre. Uh, I f- I feel like you can probably lump um S- Stick Fight and Duck Game in there as well. You know, just those two D yeah, platformer like yeah. w- weird shooters. <laughs> I know we had a good time with those. Uh, the new Pokemon um, comes out on the eighteenth as well. Violet Pokemon and Scarlet and Violet. That one, yeah. Interesting, the first ones uh, with starter the f- Pokemon. The f- it's the first ones with a four-player co-op system built into the game, though, which I am excited that for. That will be interesting. I might have to get it just for Yeah, that, I'm excited actually. to see it's Game Freak. There's a 50-50 shot that this generation's ver- version of it is absolutely awful, and then the next generation it will be good. Through, but we'll see. Because they've never really done like a, a co-op type thing, have they? No, I mean, the closest thing they did was, like, Sword and Shield. They did the wild zones. Where right. When you were there, you could see other people if you were connected to online and you could interact with them and things. Hmm. That's really the closest cool. modern equivalent was that. This is the first one where it's like, okay, in instanced areas, you can have three other people along with you in these areas. You say that, and I think about um, Final Fantasy Crystal... Crystal Saga or something. I I can't remember. Uh, It was a GameCube game, but in order to play it, like, you basically had to have four people there to play it because it was a co-op based game. I don't think it was really possible to play it solo, but the only way you could play it with other people is if they had a um, a Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Face, I think, and you had to have the adapter to go from that to the GameCube. Yeah, yeah, it was. I loved it so much, and I played with my brothers, and that's what I'm like envisioning in my head when I'm thinking about this Pokemon co-op is is that game, and I'm like, oh, that would feel so good <laughs> to be able to do that again. Yeah, I think I think if they play their cards right, and from the trailers they've shown, I mean, it does look very solid. It looks like within bounds, everybody can kind of freely explore. It almost reminds you, I don't know if you played it much, sort of like, but like the co-op in Genshin Impact whenever it first came out. It feels I very... I really got into Genshin. Well, it feels very similar to, like, to that, where it's, okay, you're in your own instance, but the players that are with you can interact and gather and do things within your instance. Gotcha. In a lot of ways, it looked like that. Granted, we haven't played it yet, 
it kind of had like the map oh. design of Legends of Arceus with traditional Pokemon in it. So we'll see. I see. Did you uh, did you ever play the original Guild Wars? Quite a bit. So is it similar to like that, where it's like every zone is like an instanced thing, where it's just like you and if you're with a group, that group. Supposedly, yes. Okay, that 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 kind of clarifies it a little bit. Yeah, supposedly <laughs> it'll be like city centers where it's kind of a constant, and then outside of that, it'll be okay. Your party goes into this instance. Granted, I don't know if it'll be a party system much as an invite system, but we'll see. If they put a party system in, I'd be surprised. But they're trying something new, so you never know. I'll take it. They're trying to mix up the formula, and that's what matters. Um, the see. Callisto Protocol comes out, I think. What is that? De early December. It's a new survival horror shooter-ish game. Actually, oh, it looks you really know, good. Maybe I did see something. Maybe I did see a trailer for that. It did look good, oh, if that's what I'm thinking of. High on Life also comes out soon. For anybody that likes comically weird games, it's made by the people that wrote Rick and Morty. Interesting. So it'll be. Oh is, wait, is is that the one where like the the guns talk? Yeah, that's stuff? the one that Justin Roiland made. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so that one does look very. It fun. looks very good. The graphics in it look super crisp. Oh yeah. Like visually, it, it looks insane. I'm interested to see it, how it plays. It looks like it looks like if Borderlands was it's like a made high resolution to, Borderlands. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it looks like if a, if Borderlands was like high res or made for, um, like a forty ninety machine. Yeah, I mean pretty much. We also get the One Piece game soon. One Piece oh, Odyssey. I can't say I've ever gotten into One Piece. Uh, my wife has actually gotten into One Piece in the last couple of weeks. I think she's on like episode 150. She's between 150 and 200, I think, by yeah, now. If it didn't have like 1,500 episodes, I may. But... Uh, fun fact, it only has a little over 1,000. Yeah, that's still a lot. Whenever I rewatch Shippuden, oh, then it was like 505, I think, Shippuden knows. It's like, that felt like a lot. That's or when I rewatched Bleach, it was like at the time, like 350, obviously they picked Bleach up, up again See, finally. I, but... I, I think I would put uh, One Piece the length um, on the same level as if you watched like Dragon Ball, like starting from the oh, original Jesus. Dragon Ball, first episode all the way through to like the most recent episode of whatever Dragon Ball version they're on. Yeah, no, I mean, that's very valid. It's that's insane. Episode. Um... Dead Way Island 2 comes out. <laughs> yeah, Dead Island 2 comes out next year as well, back on topic. Uh, I'm looking through my Steam wish list to see if there's something that I've seen here that I was like, man, I really wish I would have played that. Um, there's a lot of VR games, because I got a VR headset recently, um, a couple months ago, and I had a lot of fun with that for a little bit. Um, for any of you, uh, I won't say retro gamers, because I... I wouldn't count this as retro, but I know that uh, people younger than me definitely would. Um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Jesus. Um, they originally came out on the Xbox, like the, the OG Xbox, um, are actually on Steam now. They released like earlier this year. Um, those are a huge part of my childhood and highly recommend going back and playing those. Um, but I think 
lately, there's only one game that I've really been looking forward to coming out, and I hope that they do it well and that they fix all of the issues that they had with their first game. And that's Arc 2. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super stoked for Arc 2. Everything that I've seen about it and everything that I've heard about it just sounds so good. It, it sounds really cool, and I know that people have a lot of reservations about the first game because of how unoptimized it was. And the problem with it is um, it was a very small group of people who made that game, mm-hmm. and the bones, the foundation of it was bad. So in order to fix Ark, they would have basically had to remake the entire game. And I think that's basically what they're doing with Ark 2, is that they're remaking it, but but significantly better and with a better foundation so that it is better optimized, so that it looks better and everybody can play it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Dude, honestly, if, if it turns out bad, I know so many, pe- so many people are going to just be rubbing my nose in it for an endless amount of time. Yeah, I struggle these days whenever anybody says, like, oh, we're making this so much better than it was. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, because they did that with, um, it's back to MMOs again, but Arcade Unchained, they're like, we're taking out all the pay-to-win, and we're taking out this, and making this better, and then it came out, and it's like, immediately pay-to-win, and immediately the same old bullshit. It's like, come on, really? Like, yeah, it just, I don't know. It's hard. It, it gets really old. grinds my gears. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to put it. Is it really just grinds my gears. I don't have anything else to say other than that. It just grinds my grinds my gears. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other games that are going to be coming out here uh, between, I, I guess, now and maybe, like, I, I, I guess I'll say quarter one of 2023. Because um, I think we pretty much hit all the ones that I know of. I think a lot of the other games that have been announced at, like, the big game shows um, are all, like, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. Yeah, I want to say so. That sounds right. So. Yeah, I, I think most of them are around the summer to Christmas of next year. I think we kind of have a dead period at the start of next year. Yeah. Um, I I do want to go back. I forgot to, to talk about it. Uh, for anybody who is a big Terraria fan, um, final, 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 final update. You know, uh, coming coming out sometime in 2023 is actually a crossover with Dead Cells, um, which very popular roguelike. Um, and Dead Cells is in turn also getting some crossover Terraria content. Uh, the guide will be a playable character and you'll be able to get the Star Fury as a weapon. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there should be more than that. But that's what's been confirmed so far. I doubt uh, it. So I think when they I'm, did the Hollow Knight crossover, you just got the nail. And that's it. Yeah, I think it's just one item per game they usually do. Still really cool, regardless. But oh yeah, it's... absolutely. Definitely gonna be keeping an eye on it, waiting for more details to come out. Uh, a lot of good, good content creators cover those updates, though. Um, Chippy Gaming is like my main go-to for Terraria content. Uh, so if you're into Terraria and I haven't heard of him somehow like go check him out it's great i will say talking about new releases this one i actually forgot about um for those that like single players or metroidvanias the new hollow knight does come out at some point between before june of next year <laughs> they haven't given what an actual it? date but 
there's a deadline when they show Game Pass games that it has to be released within a certain time period, and the deadline for that is June 12th of next year. So, <laughs> Well, hopefully they hit it. Yeah, so hopefully they hold true to that, and I don't have to cry, cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I I think that just about covers um pretty much all the and anything that we've been that we've really spending time playing um over the last couple of years um and like all the pressing or like good newsworthy I guess we'll say yep. uh games that are going to be coming out or that have released recently um, yeah, I believe so. I think that covers all of them. And we're, I, I we'll kind of shift gears a little bit. Um, Extra Life just happened um, over the over this past weekend. Uh, it was November fifth. Um, uh, there isn't a total yet for how much they raised, but I do know that Magic the Gathering, the team, uh, is has raised the most money with 802,000 behind them is studio wildcard, which is the creators of arc with 136,000, sorry. Um, and then it kind of drops down from there, but it definitely looks like they raised well over, um, I, I would safely say over $1.5 million. So good, good on extra life. Um, they do amazing work. Yeah. Very good call. Very good work. Absolutely. But anyways, I think and that draws it to a close for this one. Yeah. Um, we will see you all next week. We are not going to forget about it this time. And we are not going <laughs> to take a two-year hiatus. I sort of promise that. Sort of. Yeah, well, sort of. Well, we'll leave it open just in case. Yeah, we're, 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 trying, we're, we're trying to work it back into our schedules. Yeah. Um, we're working it really just comes down to It really just comes down to Chris and I um, keeping in touch with each other and making sure that we're both still good and have the time to do it that week and if we don't we'll uh we'll let you guys know i, I don't know if we have a twitter but we do we'll, we'll figure something out we'll see if i remember the login to it but we do but <laughs> all right anyways see Crystal y'all next week at the end of this episode yeah yeah exactly i'll put it i'll edit it back in later <laughs> all right anyways all right. peace i'll see you next week see ya